0: sinkers i mean is there really anything that needs to be said if you're a surf fisherman or woman sorry if you're a surf angler you know you need a sinker best part is what kind of sinker do you need well there are so many different ones out there but today we're going to talk to one of the sinker masters that's right we're talking to chip the sinker guy brundage so you're listening to find a demo surf fishing time, baby. We're going to start talking about some fun stuff. Yes, we are. We're talking about sinkers. Now, one of the funny parts about sinkers for me is it's actually one of the very first things that I started writing about when I started uh, doing uh, blogs and writing about surf fishing. Well, the cool part was I ended up getting hooked up with, oh, I don't know, probably one of the few sinker geniuses, Mr. Chip, the sinker guy, Brundage, and he is with us today. So, Chip, thank you for coming on, brother. Appreciate you. Uh,
1: Thank you, sir i've only been tr-
0: i've only been trying to do this forever i feel like you know i'm, I'm behind in the times it's like i gotta get him on i gotta get them. And we talk weekly
1: <laughs> yes sir we talk about all this stuff and i'm so excited to share it too it's man
0: fun. and one of the cool things uh for those of you that have never heard of chip um chip is more than a more than just the sinker guy um and he'll be modest which is yeah, that's Chip's normal, normal way. Uh, Chip is a hell of an educator. <laughs> um, I have learned a ton from him. I've fished with him a couple times, and every time um, I will tell a story later, because Chip knows what story I'm going to tell. Uh, but it's always been an education fishing with him, and it's always like, yeah, yeah, he's going to kick my ass fishing today. But that's okay. That That's okay. So um, we're going to talk about a lot of good stuff today. Um, we're going to very heavily probably concentrate on uh, sinkers, but there will be other pieces we'll bring out for you there. Uh, and again, if you haven't heard of Chip, definitely take a look. You can find him on Facebook at uh, The Sinker Guy, YouTube. It's also The Sinker Guy. And uh, if you Google just The Sinker Guy, it's going to be one of the first three hits. You're going to get a bunch of stuff. And uh, you can go to his shop at thesinkerguy.com and you're going to be able to see all of his stuff available in the shop, which is a lot more than just sinkers. And we will get to that. So, all right long intro way to go bro keep talking <laughs> sorry about that
1: <laughs>
0: all right so chip uh i don't know how to open with this but i'm just going to go with it what was what is your background uh when it comes to uh, the fishing world and uh the sinker world what, what what is yeah what's what's the whole background there
1: well i actually grew up uh my dad was a professional bass fisherman so uh fishing um uh, fishing was always in my blood I always enjoyed uh uh being on the water um so i i love i love i love fishing i've always loved fishing uh i made some stints I, i'm actually by trade i'm actually a college trucker so i have moved and got uh immersed into this uh surf fishing uh, i was i was fishing for bass and crappie and bluegill and, and big catfish in iowa originally so but uh yeah i'm, I'm a teacher and a coach by trade That's in, and I had to learn how to surf fish. So it was, it was, that's, that's my background of, um, why, why surf fishing? I guess we'll just say it that way, but fishing is in my blood. I love fishing. Um, I I was fishing way before the sinker guy was ever involved. Um, and that, that's the, that's the great part about it.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. I, I always forget your dad was a pro. <laughs> I don't know why, cause your dad's a hell of a angler. It's like, I mean. How how is Bruno kicking our ass like this? The, the dude is uh, yeah, insane.
1: Bruno, Bruno's got a rig named after him. He he comes to town. He's in town now. here in Jacksonville State, and uh, he caught pompano the other day. He outfished me again. Uh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, he's he's uh, he's a great fisherman. He 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 slays a lot of fish uh, all over the all over the country. So uh, he's retired, so he gets to uh, catch big stripers and in uh, arkansas and he travels to wisconsin musky fishing and he he travels all over and fishes and then this is just kind of one of his new little hobbies here in, in north florida so
0: yeah it's a it's a thing to see your dad fish and watching you two together is even more dangerous and it, it's it's always I, I don't know it's always educational to me it's like dang they're good i'm gonna catch up one day but they're good uh and, and you brought up a cool part couple parts there um so with teaching and coaching. You got into the surf fishing game, but you also, you, you didn't come into this cold. I mean, you had obviously the freshwater background and a lot more background, but you also did one thing that I think is very smart of any angler that's getting into surf fishing specifically. Uh, you got a little bit of tutelage from um, another professional that kind of helped you on the way. Is that right? Yeah,
1: I had, uh, I was lucky enough, My my wife was a college coach also, and she coached a young girl whose dad loved to surf fish and uh, Floyd Fuchs was his name and Floyd has uh, uh, recently passed away, but uh, He had we had spent lots of time him and I he, I didn't know if I really wanted to surf fish when I first moved to Florida. My wife liked picking up uh, Shark's teeth. I loved going to the beach uh, Didn't necessarily love the sand all over everything, but uh, I went with Floyd a couple times and then I got hooked and got a fishing rod and my wife got me another fishing rod and uh but then we were able to fish with floyd for uh about four and a half five years uh but he lived in in georgia so he wasn't able to surf fish very much but i thought at one time you know catching seven or eight fish was a great day um uh and and he was a he was a weekend fisherman so he'd come and fill up the cooler one, one time a weekend uh, one time a month and that would and take it home but that was one of the big things to see He was a big influence on me to get me into surf fishing uh, when I moved here to Florida. So, yeah, I I hung out with a guy that was super intelligent and and knew how to catch fish. So that always made a big deal.
0: Yeah. Uh, And a lot of people, I think, kind of overlook that fact. Um, uh, It's like, hey, you know, if you're going to go do something, never done it before, why wouldn't you get a mentor? Uh, Why wouldn't you have somebody kind of give you a little bit of a nudge like, hey, try this. Hey, learn this. So I, I think it's brilliant that you did that, and I wish more people would. That also turned you were doing guiding for a while, were you not?
1: Oh yes, yeah. so, um, I, I still do an occasional guided trip. Uh, one of the big things is is uh, when Floyd had taught me how to fish, and I, I knew that I knew that I could get better at it because I was I could spend more time, and and I I'd moved from the uh, where I coached at the University of Pittsburgh, and so I was coaching about 20 to 25 kids when I was there and I moved to Florida where I was coaching three kids so I had a lot more time so I decided I was starting I was gonna go a couple times a week and that turned into five days a week of fishing And, and when I started six years ago no one would really share what you used what you did to catch fish so I spent five days a week typically sometimes six fishing and learning how to fish, how to catch different species of fish, and that's that was a fun part. And then uh, I started guiding because I I felt that that was an easy place for me to share my knowledge. That was pre YouTube, pre Facebook, pre Sinker Guy. So I just wanted to help share, but I didn't know those avenues existed. So I would just uh, I would guide a couple times a week and take people and and. It was a way that I could teach. Uh, I could keep teaching uh, because I had less kids than I was teaching at the college uh, at, at school. So uh, I just uh, and I just took into that and, and started you know teaching other people how to fish um, from the surf.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and anybody that had that education, that's like getting a you know, that's a master class right there, as far as I'm concerned. Uh, why has teaching been so important to you, though, in your life?
1: Well, I just, uh, I grew up always wanting to be a teacher, and, and I was a high school math teacher, and, and then I gave it up to go into the college uh, coaching realm, and I just, I just enjoy teaching. I love sharing. Uh, it's just in my heart, that's just what type of guy I am, um, not really looking for a lot more than just be able to share and enjoy times with people and watching them catch more fish. That's a, that's a, big, uh, that's a big thing for me to watch somebody that has grown in the fishing uh, and become a better surf fisherman or just better in life. Uh, obviously I'm a college coach, so I do that every day. Uh, but that's, you know, watching people um, just get better at fishing is, is awesome because they see that you see where you, you have put into somebody. So it's really nice to, to be able to teach and, and watch that growth on somebody else.
0: Yeah, man. You're like the, the ultimate coach. I mean, for that one right there and it's in your blood. Even when I've seen you other times, it's like, yep, there's the coach. I'll make you better. Yeah. I want you to be better. I want you to succeed. So, dude, you're, yeah. that's awesome.
1: All right. I hate seeing people uh, get beat up by not being able to catch fish. It's, and then they feel bad. I'm like, no, no, the fish just went here. Or we got to just get better. You know? Yeah. It's, choose better places you know and it's heartbreaking it too it when
0: you're out there and you see that you know you even here in the panhandle you know you've got a big tourist thing over there in the jacks area um you, you've got a lot of great surf fishing and it, it just like up here you know we see tourists come down and it's like oh come here w- what come here I, you're, you're gonna do better today okay <laughs> you know it, it's just that feeling like you know, come on i want you to succeed that's
1: yeah that's uh, and that was where you know one of the things for us um we had, we had a couple of Facebook groups here, and, and when we start, when I got invited into one of them, I, I was already putting stuff in there, but we grew one of the Facebook sites from 2,000 people to 25,000 in 24 uh, months, and uh, it went from a lot of boat fishing to 95% surf fishing, wow. and that was because we were learning, and people were teaching in that, and, and that was the big thing is we, the fishing here is so much better than it used to be, just watching people, the education of the people that are here uh, now, um, and that—that's the big part—is just to be able to. I was teaching on Facebook. Everybody, um, after guiding, when, when even when I was guiding, I was helping people through Facebook, um, and that—that that was fun too. Uh, but that was that was the draw, uh, why a lot of people, you know, come along, and that's and that's why surf fishing in this area is so big now.
0: So what do you think the draw is to surf fishing?
1: Oh, that's, that's the, it's the water. It's beautiful out there. It's easy. Uh, The big thing is, is you don't have to have a boat. It's pretty inexpensive. Uh, You can, you can go for as long as you want, and then you can go home. You can go with your wife. You can go with your family. Um, You can go with your kids. They can enjoy the beach while you enjoy fishing. And, that's the best part about surf fishing is you can go home when you want to go home. You can, uh, you can, you can actually fish without catching fish on purpose. Um, <laughs> True. <laughs> and, and just kind of enjoy the, the day and say you went fishing, but you just really went to spend time on the beach. And uh, I think there's just a draw of, uh, to nature and the draw to uh, the The I, I call it the, the drug is the tug feeling the old tug on the rod oh yeah uh, and, and there's nothing really better than that but i think people i think people just love the ocean i think people love the beach uh, i think people love doing something active while doing that and, and surf fishing just fits that part so easy yeah so that damn yeah, that's
0: perfect and it is it's funny too i mean you can go out there with your wife your kids and just sit there hey i'll throw one line you guys hang out right there i'll throw over you don't worry about it and everybody can get and enjoy a little bit of time out there so oh, yeah. that, that's well done so let's get that's into cool. the let's get into the name the sinker guy so you make sinkers obviously um so we'll start yes, there and then we'll move around here what are the sinker uh what sinkers do you make
1: we actually, uh, we only in-house uh, make the Sputnik sinker, which we, we uh, make a two, three, four, five, six, and a seven ounce sinker. We don't, uh, we don't have the seven ounce online for sale just because of the shipping costs, uh, but we do make those. Um, but mostly we just, uh, uh, the, the, that, that was, those are the sinkers that, when Floyd taught me when I first started, he says you don't need to use these other, bad sinkers you don't need to use i mean you can look at it and tell you if it's bad um, and um so we we were able to i was able to get the get these sinkers from a local guy the fishing mortician as everybody probably knows uh and then my buddy wendell was making them too so i was able to get, a, get my hands on them uh, and they were they were so professionally done uh that When those guys decided they weren't going to do it anymore, I asked them if they didn't mind if I if they taught me. So once again, i I was the I was the learner. uh, In another situation where uh, the mortician, uh, I went to his house and good friends with the mortician too. He's a good guy, Uh, but he's like, I'm I I made so many sinkers I don't want to make anymore. Uh, Yeah, I, I would love to teach you. So he taught me how to make them. Uh, the The best way to, the right way to make them um, and there are right ways and wrong ways and we, we We see a lot of people try to make them the wrong way i don't know why but they do make them the wrong way, but um, but we we pride ourselves in in making sure every one of our sinkers works and is one hundred percent to make sure that the the person that buys that has the best uh experience that they can have and make it easy for them to fish. So that's that's what we make. We make a two, three, four, five, six, seven ounce
0: spent sinker. I didn't even know about the sevens. I can't even imagine throwing yeah. a seven. I've had people tell me like, "Oh, eight and bait." I'm like, "Oh, bro, no, 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 no." Uh, I can throw a five comfortably. uh oh, for me yeah. that'd be like throwing a dumbbell. I'm like, all right, let's launch yeah. this bad, Johnny. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um. So, I mean, that actually kind of covers the next one, I, I guess. Yeah, Why you got into the sinker business? Uh, you know, you you saw an opening with them walking out yeah. and you, yeah. you, you you, basically was like, Hey, look, this is still a need and I want to do this. So that,
1: okay. And, and I thought, you know, when I first started, if I could, if I could just um, sell enough sinkers to pay for my sinkers and, and, you know, pay for some of the bait that I use, you know, I, I was hoping to sell a hundred sinkers a month and that, and, and that was a lot um, at that at that time. Um, and, you know, it was just an, I, I needed the sinker anyway because that's all I used i didn't, i didn't I've never thrown a, a pyramid in the in the surf because of real demand on people's rods, but I've never thrown one because I know the difference uh, in the ability to catch more fish when you have the a good sputnik uh, so yeah it was it was I just wanted to sell a hundred sinkers uh, I thought when i made a made fifty sinkers one night i I'd made a made i mean i didn't I, I was killing it I'll just say fifty sinkers was a lot, um, and now I don't sit down without making seven hundred sinkers. A <laughs> so, a uh, little, little bit day, of a so.
0: little bit of progression there. Something about the beginning yes, to now.
1: Yes, <laughs> yes sir. <laughs> uh, to, yeah, 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 the the importance of uh, understanding the supply and demand. I guess yeah. uh, what has happened.
0: Oh, so. business! I mean, who knew? Yeah. How how could it possibly be like this? <laughs>
1: Okay. Yeah, I would. I I did not think. Um, I thought maybe I'd you know you know if I could, if I'd ever make uh, have five hundred dollars in sales in one month, it would be amazing. And, and it was. You know, don't don't get me wrong. It was it was amazing. So it's all it scaling. It amazing.
0: It's scaling. Yeah. I mean, you you you're like all right, cool. Goal met. Next goal. This one. Next goal. Yeah. This one. You know, you keep you got to keep reaching exactly. for the stars, or else you're not. Are you growing, or are you just maintaining stagnant? Right
1: that's right and that's my coaching part of me that's the
0: that's the hard part <laughs> coaching the coach i can only imagine well oh, yeah it's the oh, mirror yeah. like you're awesome yeah you are yeah <laughs> see even the mirror agrees with me alright <laughs> you could do better you could do better though oh. let's see what you got oh i hate oh, yeah. that talk right there you could do better i know but no oh, no 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 you oh, can yeah. do better
1: <laughs> oh yeah
0: so um let's get into the science a little bit here uh i have a little bit of a cheating sneak on this one um, and I guess I'm going to uh, preface it preface it? Mm-hmm. Preface. I can use my words <laughs> uh, a little bit with something that I uh, when I opened up with, with writing um, I wanted to see the difference when it came to Sinkers uh, I was still very very fresh in the game and I had a Pyramid a Storm and a Sputnik I had the three and I was just using one rod and I just one day threw uh Uh, pyramid, I was like, okay, yeah, whatever, it it still goes out there, and then I had thrown a Sputnik prior to, and it was one I picked up from Half Hitch, Uh, can't even remember the name of the brand, it's the one with the red beads, Uh, but I had that, and I threw it, and I was like, oh, I get a little bit more distance, and then I got turned on to you by um, Kyle, old Kyle for a while, good guy, definitely check out his channel if you haven't already, Kyle's got a lot of good info, and hopefully I'll sneak away to get him on the show. Um, but Kyle had told me not, nah, dude, you need to check out these other sinkers by the sinker guy. They break free better. They're, they're, they're smarter. They're just stronger. It, check it out. And then when I used your sinkers for the test, I found that I think I was throwing at that time, what was I getting? I think it was 30 or 40 yards, um, just using the Sputnik. Uh, and the way the aerodynamics worked was, it was huge. Uh, and out here in the panhandle, especially, you know, you're always looking for the bar because, you know, that. Pompano like the front and the back side of the bar, and if you can't reach it, you can't catch them. So, 30 yards was a huge advantage for me to get over to the bar. So, with that preface there, <laughs> why do you think sinkers are so important?
1: Well, you know, there's you know, there, where this Sputnik sinker came from, this style, uh, was tournament. It was a tournament casting sinker. So, the big thing is it's aerodynamic. So uh, when when you go to surf fish, if, if, if the world's best casters are casting it, uh, this exact mold, this exact uh, look, uh, there's a reason for it because it flies the best, right? So uh, why use something different, number one, if the pros already use it? And then put some legs on it so when you do have a bite. You can bend the tip of the rod a little bit. And then you can see your bite. Uh, instead of like a pyramid would roll up on the beach and then you don't know if you had a fish. And uh, that's, that, that never made any sense to me. But uh, but now you see your bite. And then when you're reeling it in, it actually comes in like it, like it was thrown out. The legs unfold for you. It should just come up and just slide right up for the beach. Uh, That's the importance of the Sputnik sinker that we make is it's the best casting sinker it number one number two the legs are bent correctly and When you reel it in when you have a bite the legs should flip back Uh, And obviously they've got variable tension technology in the legs so they they will spring back on on given loads uh, and we choose the wire tension for that and then what that does is gives you the best experience to reel that thing in because everybody knows what a what a pyramid bounces and bounces and bounces and then once you lose your first 18 19 inch pompano i've seen it every every year uh right in the wash and you go oh my goodness it was because your pyramid stuck in the sand and snapped out now the pompano the line is loose and the fish is gone so you know that's that's important. Uh, so we want it to be able to break free, so it just slides right up the beach along with your fish. Uh, and that that's and once again, we're trying to make it easy to catch your fish. And that that's what we do here is uh, that's why we make this sinker. That's why we'll stay we'll stay with that same uh, sinker mold, um, and we will we will continue to to do that. And and no one else will be able to. Uh, define that uh, because that's that's what we are we're the the best sinker that you can make and and we take the most pride in making them too
0: and they glide nicely and i think that's one of the other pieces you know when you're talking about with the legs being broken back Uh, sidebar with that and i have to say this because you can't get mad at your sinker if it breaks if it doesn't break free if you've not set it up properly uh and it's very easy to set up a sputnik sinker um i that is i probably fish what 98 percent of my fishing is with your sputniks uh sure. with, well i think i have one other that i use with a on a current day just to see what happens is i use as um, a bank or i use a carolina rig just to kind of play around a little bit um but if you have the tension too far set or you don't clean the sand off or, you know, it's like, hey, look, I know when I got to reset this, you, you, you're you checking your breakaway strength, you know, you can adjust the breakaway strength. And when you get yours, I think I've only adjusted two of yours when I got them. And that was just because of the way that the post office had stabbed them <laughs> in the box. Yes, like, yep, recognize that move. That wasn't him. Um, but it is important to make sure that you pre you know you pre-check your gear and you make sure that your Sputnik breaks free because if you have it too tight it doesn't matter what it is you mean. if you're over tension, you could pull on it. It's not going to break free. But again, like I said, I've, I've had that very minimal with yours. Uh, but as we were talking about when we started here, the, the glide back on the retrieve with the legs dragging, uh, minimal surface contact, and the way that the sinker is going to come up uh, with the longer tail, you're going to have that higher angle. So it is walking back without the weight dragging. The legs are dragging. And, and that's a really good smooth transition to bring it up. It almost feels like it's floating. Um, that's a really, really nice one. There is a couple of other things on the market. Um, uh, I started seeing them. I can't remember who was making them and I feel horrible about this because we both know them and I know you're going to be able to say the name, but there's uh, those planers that were going on them Mm -hmm. on some of them. Uh, we're putting on prior to, uh, another good invention, a little add on there. Uh, I haven't tried that yet, but I've heard people say, yeah, it works out really nice. And it's like, okay, cool. Uh, but the legs,
1: Patrick, 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 Patrick.
0: that's right, yep. Patrick. Good
1: dude. I have a bunch that we're, gonna, we're trying to get onto the online store just because we know it'll help. Uh, we just haven't got them on there. Yet. Oh, nice. Oh, <laughs> good.
0: I didn't know, Patrick, that's awesome that you guys were teaming up for the sale. It's oh, yeah. really good.
1: Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. All right. He's a good guy. So uh,
0: there's another piece here that comes with Sputniks, and um, you and I have talked about this not too long ago. I haven't written this in the test, but I'll happily talk about it in the podcast today. Uh, the big difference between long tail and short tail. Uh, for me... When I threw them, um, and, again, you told me this would happen, and I laughed. I was like, yeah, of course, he's right. Um, When I preload, I always throw, uh, with my Okumo, it's always a 5-ounce. doesn't matter what the conditions are. I like 5-ounce because that's that's just how my rod feels comfortable. That's my preload, whether I want to go long, short, indifferent, whatever it may be. But if I'm going to – when I grab the short tail, I grab the same weight, and I threw it, and I noticed – a significant difference the short tail did tend to wobble and you said hey it's gonna wobble I was like how's this gonna wobble it's the same it's the same cone it's the same width everything's the same except a tail length but when I threw it it sure did you weren't kidding it gave a little bit it, it tried to get to its spiral it took longer to get to its spiral actually uh, before it finally smoothed out but the initial I'd say over half the flight more closer to three-quarter it was tumbling so what are, is there any other difference, really, when it comes to long tail and short tail?
1: Yeah, there's a lot, there's a lot of difference. So uh, the short tail sinker just, and if you're throwing a conventional reel and you're tuned up real nice and you, and you throw a, uh, a long tail, it, that long tail just smooths out and pulls a lot uh, smoother. It'll line up and, and start pulling faster uh, in a straight line, where that uh, short tail will wobble. Well, what that'll do is sometimes get your spool to spool a little too fast and then blow up your reel um, and that's called a backlash that's uh, uh what everybody does not want to have uh and that, that's one reason i would i would stay away from the short tail uh for that for that but then the second reason is we use a long tail because the long tail seemed to when i was first starting the long tail seemed to get uh less tangled in my rigs uh versus the short tail the short tail sputnik would tangle up in my rig and and then I would yeah, have to put a new rig on and and I and I didn't have that experience with the long tail. Um, I can
0: see that with the legs because of the way that the, this, the, the the difference in uh length between the the legs being real close on the on the turn versus where the rig is set. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, and if you ever had a catfish you had, I mean every time you had a catfish you had to change your rig up uh, with a short. So damn hard tends. Yeah. So one of the big things with the short is over here um on the East Coast, uh, we have different beaches. We have hard beaches and we have soft beaches. And what happens is if you have a short-tailed Sputnik and you throw it in a soft beach, you have zero leverage to get that that sinker out of the sand. Well, if you have a long tail, you you walk down the beach 30 or 40 yards and you pull on it, not hard, hard, but just put a little tension and then walk to, walk to 40 yard, 30, 40 yards on the other side, by golly, your Sputnik will pop out. Uh, because of that long tail is attached to your line. It has just the ability to work itself out. Uh, so it, that's another reason to use a long tail to save, uh, save money in the long run. So your sinker doesn't get too, uh, covered up with sand and definitely over in, on your coast. If you're thrown in the run out, uh, you better have a long Sputnik <laughs> uh, <laughs> or they get stuck. Yeah. Um, uh, and everybody's done that. Uh, and you know, here we have a fifteen-minute rule on soft sand. You you just don't let your sinker sit for more than fifteen minutes, or or it's gonna it's gonna be covered up. But with our sinker, you can usually get it out by walking one way or the other.
0: You know, I really uh, which is good. I, I mean, I mean this the most loving way. I can't tell you how much money I've spent uh, to you with uh, not going down the beach like that. That that's <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> now I know. <laughs> I didn't know that. I always like, come on, just keep regging it back at me. I'm like, come on, you're gonna come out. And then the old straight down, like, come on, I'll just give you direct tension. Up snap. And yeah. There went five well,
1: bucks <laughs> Well, remember, I even used to make sputnik sinkers. So I True. I I, just, I still feel the same but I I get so mad when I lose a sinker. I mean, I'm just like, I even make them and I'm like, oh my goodness, I just lost. Five dollars, and, and at 20 but, I've
0: seen you do it too, and I've seen you be like, Ugh, <laughs>
1: You get so mad because I'm I, like, Aw, because I had them. to, I had to buy them too. So, <laughs> so it was one of those things where I, 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 I get it, uh, and and on our YouTube channel, we teach you a little bit of that uh, of uh, how to not have that happen.
0: Yeah. So here you go. Look at that, hey, everybody. You got a little bit of free, uh, fun, the extra piece there. Uh, learning is occurring. Yeah. So what is your personally favorite sinker uh, size for your fishing?
1: I, I love the four ounce. It, it's all based on the rod that I throw. Right. I love a four ounce on my over the bars, uh, the the 13 or the 12. Uh, I throw a five ounce on my FSA uh, for a surf angler uh, 13, six rod, uh, but it just loads best with that weight. So whatever the what loads your rod the best, is should be your your favorite sinker. So I have guys that come in and buy twos and threes. And they're like, they're my rod the best. I'm like, use them. That's what they're for. So you don't always have to have a six-ounce sinker to hold the bottom.
0: And that's the piece that a lot of people forget is that, yes, the sinker is there to hold your weight or your, your line. Absolutely. It, that's its primary purpose. But when you're throwing, what is the best for your rod? Uh, yeah, it says, hey, you know, your range could be like, oh, the OTBs up to four. Um, you know, it's like, oh, hey, up to four ounces. Well, if your cast style isn't matching to a four, if you needed to go down to a three or a two and you're getting more distance with the hold, you're good. But I mean, if you're throwing a two ounce in, you know, five foot, six foot swell, which I don't know why you're fishing anyway, but Hey, okay. Some days that happens. Um, you still need a little bit of weight. So it's, it's a fine balance, but if you know what your rod is, I mean, that's, it's knowing your equipment. And if you know your equipment, you're going to get the most out of your equipment at all times. Absolutely. So, um, you're more than the sinker guy though. Uh, and I think a lot of people that are just learning about you, uh, they didn't know that. And I know I didn't. I was like, you sell sinkers? Okay, cool. And then I went onto to the sinkerguy.com and I was like, wait a minute. There's more than sinkers here. Y- your shop, you sell more things. W- what else are we looking at here?
1: Yeah, that's uh, this thing's kind of evolved. We started with just selling sinkers because that's what we, what we made and we distributed. And then I realized that every time I went fishing, I had to go find something else at another shop. Right and by golly I had, to, I had to stop three or four times to get everything i needed and, and i'm like why why don't i just provide the service for it all so we're trying We're our goal is to give you the ability to order everything you need for surf fishing at, right here at the online store so if it's swivels curse locks If uh, swivel and coast locks. if it's swivels if it's scissors if it's casting cannons if it's your floats uh if it's uh, a pyramid sinker a lot of, a lot of guys use pyramid sinkers not necessarily on the beach but also inshore. so those guys will come to me uh and we have uh the the mighty palos big game rig for big shark fishing and tarpon fishing uh <clears throat> we don't really say we they target sharks but they do catch sharks because that sharks eat anything yeah and then we have the bruno rig which was named after my dad and then we just recently added the fishing mortician rig, which is a phenomenal rig, uh, also. And then you know, if it's bait thread, uh, I'm just kind of looking through the online store. Uh, and bait. And that's kind of and bait, and we, and we carry fish bites. Uh, and fish bites is a wonderful product. And and we one thing is that we're all everybody over here uh, on this coast is searching for clams because the big toe hog clams. Uh, and Killian at Native Salted Bait's decided he was going to go and salt those baits for us. So we like we like uh, fish bites and a little a tip of, of clam on there uh, typically. Uh, and Killian has come out with Cohog uh, clams uh, salted, so you don't have to salt your own clams anymore. So it, uh, we we have partnered. Uh, we've we've always had a great relationship with fish bites, and we are we we love fish bites. So. Uh, they treat us very well here. They've treated us very well since I was uh, first starting surf fishing uh, when I didn't know that you needed something other than shrimp uh, <laughs> and I was, yeah. uh, to touch fish. So uh, when you start targeting other fish, so we we have uh, lots of flavors, different flavors, of fish bites. Uh, and then we added the clams. <laughs> and, and, pardon me, and then, you know, it's it, – it is. We we try to make it a one stop shop. And COVID hitting, hitting, uh, we hope we helped a lot of people not have to go into a brick and mortar store. And we hope that still continues. And uh, and if there's something that somebody likes, uh, we ended up uh, getting frog tongues sinkers in because no one could get them up in North Carolina. So a lot of a lot of guys up in North Carolina order from us and get their get those uh, for them up there. So. Uh, when they're fishing up at Hatters and all that uh, up there,
0: so yeah, one-stop shop is always nice. And uh, for Killian, for yes. native salt baits, we'll make sure we leave a link in the description. Uh, definitely come and take a look at that. Also, uh, really good stuff. Uh, I actually owe him in a review. I need to call him eventually on that one. I'm a little behind on He's that. He's a great guy. He is. You had a good he, interview he with him too. Good. It was fun. Yeah. Um, so a little bit of transition here. Uh, I want to talk a little bit about. Um, jacksonville and we'll we'll kind of tie this up here what do you think one of the biggest challenges of fishing in your area is
1: you know uh the biggest the biggest thing is unlike um uh in the panhandle you can't see a hole right you have to imagine that that hole is there the waters the water is showing you the hole but you have to learn to read the beach to be able to see it so a lot of people struggle with that over here where if you go to the panhandle, you can see it, see the hole most of the time. And all you have to do is then get to it, um, or the run out. And, and that's the hardest part here is teaching people how to, to read the water. So, you know, what you're casting at. Uh, you know, we talk about super highways, you know, if, if the water is clear, you can see the super highway. Uh, and we have super, and we have clear days here too. Um, but not that, uh, not that bluish water you guys get over there. But you can't see the super highways 90% of the time. So that's the challenge here, and that's what makes it uh, fun. And that's what. Uh, so each beach is a little bit different, but you're trying to find that uh, that fish super highway, or the runouts, or the or the big holes. And you know that's the biggest challenge here, uh, uh, for most of our anglers in this area.
0: It makes sense, because I, mean, I I came over and fished with you, and it was, okay, I see where the water's breaking, all right, I can see a little bit of a rip right there, but one of the ones you were like, what do you, I think you, yeah, you put me in front of one, you're like, what do you see really close, and I didn't see anything, I was like, I don't know, and then you're like, there's a rock, and I'm like, what's a rock, what, what do you <laughs> mean there's a rock in the water here, this is the beach, man, we don't have rocks, <laughs> but it was another, like, hey, another piece of, you're in the Atlantic now, you're in a different fishing zone, you need to pay attention, and the reason I bring that up is uh, one thing I wanted to do with this podcast um, is anybody listening that's you know hey they're going to come to Jacksonville it's like whoa, I fish in you know I fish in the Outer Banks oh okay cool you've got a pretty good idea probably of how the beach is but you also have to remember you're in Florida there's a little bit of subtle differences in everywhere you go whether you're fishing Jacksonville you know the Keys, uh, Panhandle e- even New England it's. All going to be different. It's just a matter of the one key factor that brings it all back is you got to know how to read the beach. And there is so much information out there on how to read it. But if you get to go out with a guide or somebody local, they're really going to show you how. So uh, I do recommend everyone take a slice of humble pie and enjoy it. Learn, because if you have, if you're not learning in fishing, I mean, all right, if you're not learning, you must be dead or must be the ultimate almighty of all of us, show show us the way, Almighty One, because you're learning every time. It doesn't matter where you are, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So
1: it makes me feel better right? every day. Every day, it's uh, you're going off, and if it's a new spot or if it's the same spot, the beach changes. You you're just trying to learn. You're trying to figure out what's work, what's going to work, and what doesn't work. And every day is a new day, and that's that's fishing, and that's that's what I love about fishing um, here in Jacksonville too. Is it? You, it, you can't just go out there and throw your rod in where you've always thrown it and think that there's fish there. Now there might be, but that's called luck. And, uh, you know, that's, that's the next part of, uh, you know, that's, you, ha- you have, you have to be uh, a steward of what you're doing and paying attention to what you're doing and, and, and do it on a, a, steep learning every time you go to the beach or, or You will be humbled. (laughs) (laughs) Says the
0: guy. All right, so now I get to tell the story because you set this up. So I want you to know this is your fault. (laughs) (laughs) So you you want to talk about knowing beaches. So Chip and I are fishing together, and I'm watching him put on a clinic, and I'm having a rough time, but I'm enjoying it because I'm I'm a visual learner. So I'm I'm watching how he casts. I'm watching where he sends it. So next time when I go back, uh, I went back a couple months after for a tournament, and I was a little bit ahead of the game coming out. there. like, okay, I know where I need to throw. I I could read it a little bit better where we were, and it helped me out. Um, But I'm over there talking to Chip, and he goes, you know what? There's a black drum right over there, and I'm like, there's no way. The water's murky. How the hell do you know there's a black drum right there? Yeah, whatever. He's just pulling my leg. He casts out, and it 30 seconds, maybe, the rod starts going off. Maybe. And I'm like, no.
1: No, 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 no,
0: no, no, no. There's no way. Sure enough, he pulls up a black drum. I'm like, oh, my. All right. No, I'm just, I'm just going to sell all my gear. I'm going home. This is ridiculous. But that went that to me really showed that when you know your zones you know your areas you know the season it's a little easier for you to go all right this this feels like this this feels like it's going to be this kind of time hold on i think i'm going to throw into that zone because i think that's where it's going to be and you know it's like calling your shot so and you you've shown me numerous times like yes there are ways to do this but you've also shown me of things that you've learned and you're still learning and that to me speaks volumes you know the coach is still always learning but he also wants you to become better so you know learn yes, sir. please learn <laughs> <laughs> all right uh last two questions for you here uh the last, first one being what do you wish new anglers would do before they start fishing
1: well there's there's a lot a lot to do that and i think i think just experiencing what fishing is like in in the area you're fishing. Uh, I think that going with somebody that knows how to, to fish and to learn the style, because there's so many different styles that people fish and Spencer Brogdon and I team up because we have two different styles of fishing and we, we want everybody to know there's a lot of different ways to do something, but also it's a, just learning the, the basics to, um, you can have a different way than I have, but if you learn one way, you can then become more elite uh, by knowing different ways to fish, uh, knowing that somebody fishes different than you have. Typically, that gives you a little bit of, you uh, know, it, that seasoned person might be able to give you some t- tips and tricks so you're more successful uh, right from the start. And I think that that's a big one. Uh, watching my YouTube channel, we, every one of our uh, videos, we don't put out a lot, we did at first. Well, every video has some, uh, some one point made in every video that is a secret. Uh, and it's just a little tip, uh, it, it might be where to cast, it might be the color of the beads, it might be, it might be something, the most subtle thing that, um, uh, how to save more sinkers, that's on one of the videos. Um, and so watch, those, watch that YouTube channel um we're we're not a youtube fishing channel we're a youtube teaching uh, fishing channel so a little bit different than some other some other youtube uh channels um so i would just say fish fish with somebody that's local and fish with somebody that you like and fish with somebody that's good and and enjoy those times together until you can do it all on your own
0: Solid advice right there. And speaking of YouTube with you and Spencer, you guys put on a one hour, was it an hour and a half? No, it was an hour. A little over an hour. An uh, hour
1: and a half, yeah. It, it was an hour, it an hour and a
0: yeah. yeah, half. I
1: cut it. It was two hours. We cut it. <laughs> I cut it down.
0: <laughs> well, that hour and a half video has a ton of knowledge that is very worth your time. I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. I was like, okay, yeah, I'm doing that. Oh, wasn't doing that. That's a good one. Uh, Knowledge is free. If you can get it, take it. Mm-hmm. And that was a really good one. So along the same lines with new anglers, and, you know, we talked a little bit about the Jacksonville one. Uh, is there any tips or tricks you'd like to share with someone that wanted to come down if they were coming on vacation uh, to fish the Jacksonville area successfully?
1: Yeah, I think, I think fishing, uh, surf fishing is very common in most places. Uh, but how people surf fish in different places is different. So surf fishing up in the outer banks, you're using eight and bait right here. We're not usually using anything over five ounce sinker. Typically, um, on your, on your guys' side and fives, a huge sinker. Uh, so I think that just, uh, uh, knowing, knowing what, what to expect when you get here is uh, you don't have to cast far. You might have to cast far. So have something that gives you the ability to do so. Uh, and I would say, you know, understanding uh 90 percent uh, at this point when you come into jacksonville is picking the right spot and that 10 percent of that is going to give me luck uh of catching a bunch of fish but be able to you know find those holes in the super highways uh, i think that's the key uh, reach out to some of us local guys uh, follow us on some of the facebook pages follow me on on the sinker guy, I give tips and tips and tricks of where I'm catching fish. I'm not scared. I'm, is if we're sitting next to each other, you still have to outfish me, and and I've been outfished a lot. Uh, but there are still tips and tricks you have to learn if you're going to catch them here uh, in Jacksonville. So I'm I'm not scared to tell everybody where I'm fishing, uh, because I want everybody to have a better fishing experience. And fishing is is brought. Brought me a lot of love for Florida. Uh, brought me a lot of love and, and camaraderie and with fishermen and, and the fishing community here. Uh, it's I've been lucky enough to uh, start a fishing business because I love fishing. Uh, it's not something I wanted to do. It was something that just was just happened. But I think that uh, the big thing is is just uh, follow us on Facebook. Uh, reach out. Ask questions. You can ask. You can. Uh, message me in any way that you want. If it's Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, I'll, I'll, I'm a I'm an open book. I'm not here to to you know not tell you the truth, and and I'll tell you where we're fishing and and what time we caught them and and everything. And then your job is just to duplicate it. So uh, we we love helping people, and that's that's what we do, and that's why the Sinker Guys is, uh, is actually really successful because. Uh, we do make a we do make the superior sinker, but we're also we love to watch people fish and we love fishing with people. And uh, we had a meet up the other day with uh, probably we had about sixty to seventy uh, fishermen with their families, so there was a hundred plus people on the beach, and it was amazing. The people that, that that little meet up helped people when going the next weekend. We're like, oh, we met so and so down the beach uh, at this other location. And it just built a community, and and that's what we're looking for is to help people catch fish and and just enjoy each other's company while fishing, and and that's something that uh, we're doing on this coast, and uh, hopefully someday we can I can get over there and fish with you guys and and just build some camaraderie over there with you guys too.
0: You know we'd love to see you, man. (laughs) I know you'll get over here. All right. Chip, thank you so much, man. It it has been an absolute pleasure, and I'm thankful that you gave me the time, man. I I know you've got so much knowledge, great product, and you really gave us a lot. So thank you so much for taking the time tonight, man. I really do appreciate it.
1: Thank you, sir. All right. Appreciate
0: you. So ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for sticking around. It's been an awesome show. I hope you got some great knowledge out of this. I hope you learned something and that it's going to help you become a better angler. Don't forget to take a look at Chip on Facebook, YouTube, and Google. You can find him, the sinker Guy, and then TheSinkerGuy.com. Lots of good stuff. Don't miss out. So stay tuned. Next week, we're going to have some more good knowledge coming to you. It's going to be great. I promise. Go forth. Do great things. Thanks for sticking around and listening to Finding Demo Surfishing. We'll see you.